0: To Welcome to the Sarah and Patty Podcast. Hello, this is producer Rallan and this is the Sarah and Paddy Podcast. In this edition, someone donated a 46-year-old can of soup to a charity. So Sarah and Patty asks, what's the oldest thing in your pantry? Emma Leonard, she features in Channel 7's 800 Words. We caught up with her and had a chat and a guy went fishing a fish, it jumped at him straight and almost killed him. So Sarah and Paddy asked for your fishing fails.
1: Look, what about this? What about this? A strange recent donation to a cardiff Food Bank in South Wales has been receiving rather a lot of tension due to its record-breaking age.
0: Okay, so what was the? It was a donation to what? A, a Carter food...
1: Carter Food Bank in South Wales, and workers at the food bank tweeted the photo of a tin of Heinz kidney soup. Kidney <laughs> soup, oh, uh, which was, oh, I can't stand kidneys or liver. Just not into offal's offal. Ver-
0: offal's very good for you. You should which, eat more of it. Which was, you should
1: Which was donated along with a can of sweet corn and a tin of whole baby carrots. But the thing is, the can was before, they reckon, 46 years of age.
0: 46-year-old can, can of, of kidney soup. soup.
1: Mm-hmm, from Heinz.
0: I'd love to make you eat that. With, oh, that'd make me
1: <laughs> with happy. With the price tag 10D. Uh, which was before decimalisation became, came mm-hmm. into force. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, wow. For wonder if it's still edible.
0: It's in a can. Mm, of course it should be. So if you're in the desert. You'd eat it. Right. So this, is Patty's, this is Patty's go-to. If something's horrendous, mm. unpalatable, yeah. out of date, yeah. got a hair in it, he says, well say if you're in the, the desert. desert.
1: That's what I say to the kids would So he loves the
0: you. lowest common denominator. If the
1: kids won't eat their dinner, say if you're in the desert, you'd have to eat it. Well, like there was water mm. uh, up on their windowsill this morning, say if you're in the desert, would you drink it? You know? And that's So
0: say if you're in the desert Yeah. and you don't like kidneys at the best of times. I wouldn't eat it. And it's out of date by forty six years. No. Would you wouldn't eat it? No. In the desert. No. So I'd be alive and you wouldn't.
1: I'd be eating one of your legs.
0: No, you wouldn't catch me because if I (laughs) ate kidneys, it gives you that much energy. (laughs) Out of there I'd be.
1: But you've tripped over. That's what happened.
0: I've tripped over. You've
1: tripped over and landed on a
0: cactus. Oh, but you were too weak. You were too weak to move. This whole desert scenario thing is rubbish. Anyway. The point here is someone's donated this. I think it's a mistake. They wouldn't have known... That it was Oh so come on! Old. Yes, they
1: would. The cans rusty. Why don't
0: you just throw it out?
1: But you know what? That reminds me of what when I was cleaning out the cupboard the other day, and we've all done it. Holy jeez! Last 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 night, I wanted to cook some stuff. I thought, oh, I wonder what dates that. Oh, luckily it was in date. Just <laughs> it'd been there for a while. Kids won't know. Cook it up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, come over. Have dinner. This has got to be eaten. Um, look. By
1: 2016. When we
0: first went paleo, because we we've been paleo now for two years. So in the first year, I really couldn't part with the wheat and things in my pantry. So there's flour of all sorts. There's cake mixes. There's all sorts of things we were never going to use because we were paleo. But because it was all relatively new, I thought, Oh, I'll just keep it, I'll just keep it. Well year year the year passed and then into the second year I looked and went, No, we've just got a weevil farm now. It's just yeah, gotta go. Yeah, so yeah. out it all went. But I couldn't part with it until I really made that big decision. It took a long time.
1: We had stuff from two thousand and twelve.
0: Well I think mum One and dad stage. have got hot sauce from about nineteen eighty.
1: They beat so, me. they beat <laughs> me. Honestly, have a Can have you a go look. to your cupboard? Or maybe in your freezer, you've known something. It might have been the top of your wedding cake from 30 years oh, ago. Oh, yeah.
0: People have got that in the freezer.
1: Yeah, weird. Yeah, they've
0: also got prawn heads, too, because yeah. you put them in the freezer. I do that then, all the time. You forget.
1: Yeah, from Christmas 2015. Um, no, but honestly, have a look in your cupboard. Have you had something? <laughs> What's the oldest thing? Come on. Uh,
0: oldest thing in your cupboard. Or is it so bad that the use by date was either not invented back then? <laughs> Or it's worn off.
1: <laughs> like your dad's hot sauce. <laughs> Give us a call on four three two four double four double four what's the oldest thing in your pantry? That's what we want to know this morning. We've got Zeta. Uh, hey Zeta,
0: how are you going? From Newcastle. Good thanks, Sarah and Patty. How are you guys? Yeah, going? really well. Really good really well. what's the oldest thing in your pantry?
2: Okay. My dad's holiday house. I won't say where, in case we get incriminated. Mm. Um a bottle of soy sauce from 1999 that we found this year. Oh, from
1: 1999. 1999.
2: About, yeah, about 18
1: years, I think. Yeah, it was only 18 years of age. Apparently, uh, it will last that long. It lasts 19 years, so you've still got another year. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why my,
2: my sister said that, but I wasn't willing to feed it to my kids, and so I think we just ended up making a, a group decision to
1: throw it out. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's history.
0: I just think, wow, that's the sort of thing that can happen, though. You know, like you'll get, especially those condiments you don't use a lot of the time. Gets pushed to the back. Yeah. Gets pushed to the back. That's right. That's, and that's then what happen. Yep. Yeah, you don't look. My husband is the buy everything today and then throw it out style. Like, he will not have anything in a pantry or a fridge. He wouldn't need a cupboard with food. It just comes in <laughs> in a grocery bag, you eat it, and then you go buy more. That's the way he rolls because he can't keep well, up a with bit, Yeah, but it, it's that's a, fresh. Yeah, that's, that's not the way I do things. I like to have things in the stores She's so that holder. you can go and make stuff when you want to. Yeah, fair enough.
1: <laughs> but, look, uh, at this stage, you're leading a, uh, can, a soy sauce from 1999.
0: 99's oh. the winner so far. <laughs> well done, Zeta. Thank
1: well done, you, Zeta. Zeta. See you. Thank you. Have a good day, guys. Bye. And we've
0: got Marie. Marie, we've just heard from Zeta. She's got something there from 1999. Anything before that? Oh, I think I
2: do, Sarah. Um, I moved up here on the coast in 1991. Um, So that's, what, 25 years. And I think I even had this before I moved out. I have a little bottle of almond essence that has 17
0: cents written on it from Fleming. Wow. 17 cents at Fleming's. Oh, my gosh. Tell me you still have it. Do you still have it? I still
2: have it. I can't throw it away um, because it just just needs to sit in the cupboard as as a reminder that something... Um, that is quite useless to me because I don't ever remember using armadice. Um, That cost me 17 cents from a shop that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, That's I was going to say, what great. is Femming's?
0: Was that a shop? Femming's was like a, a, just a regular supermarket. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. It had the black and white logo, I think, from memory. Do you know, when I first came here to work, someone gave me a Lion's Christmas cake. So that was back in 1991, I think. And I still have that Lion's Christmas cake. <laughs>
2: I've oh, just kept it. I bet it still tastes fine. Oh,
1: it be, tastes better than the cooking <laughs> now. Hey, anyway, stop it.
2: Anyway. Get Thanks on so you, Marie. much, Marie. Thank you.
1: Yeah, bye. Anyway, thank you for your calls. Wow. Wow. She wins. That's, wins. that's
0: early, isn't it? But I'm yeah. in essence, it goes on forever. Yeah,
1: and the thing is, we all shove it in the back and just leave it there, <laughs> don't we? <laughs> oh, tonight on Channel 7 and Prime, there's 800 words. He lied
0: about his ex wife.
2: You fabricated the whole thing to cover up a secret. Then
0: found out he has a child. This is my daughter.
2: <laughs> that slipped your mind as well?
0: Things didn't exactly go to plan, eh? They did not. Is there any way he can win back the love of his life? You have a family now, Woody, and you have to fight
1: for that family. I don't know do it, mate. Is it really over for good?
0: New 800 words.
1: Sarah Jane, here she is. The lady. Woohoo. Mm. From. 800 words oh they asked us did we want to speak to this one and that
2: one we said no, no. we wanted Emma we <laughs> wanted Emma who's,
1: who stars as Tracy the teacher at World High School she joins us this morning from 800 words hey
2: Em g'day Emma. how are hey. you hey uh, I'm very well thanks great choice uh, <laughs> couldn't get better now Emma
1: this show we said Eric Thompson's an idiot
2: oh, no, we do uh, we do. don't want Eric no, no he's nothing you don't want what's, to him yeah what's no, he why? done he's why? done nothing big what, no himself got, what's he got to say for himself absolutely <laughs> <laughs> Emma this
0: show <laughs> show is really popular. Did you are you surprised or did you think uh, when you read what you were gonna be doing this is gonna be great?
2: Oh, I definitely thought this is gonna be great when I read the script, but I think we were all so surprised and excited when the first series went to air and we realised just how popular it was. It
1: is honestly it's sort of it just grabs you in and then you can't wait till the next episode. And this is why I this is why I think Seven signed it on as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Oh that's so great to hear. I think it is Yeah, it does hook you in. There's something um, about the town and and the community and all the different characters, I think, that's really addictive. We love seeing, you know, a a town full of colourful characters and what they get up to each week. So, yeah, it's it's done really well. We're very proud.
0: Someone who has lived in a small town uh, from from that, that point of view would know that most small towns are filled with these characters and I think that's what it is. It reminds us of somewhere we've been or even holidayed from time to time.
2: Oh, absolutely. And I grew up in a smallish town as well, so I know <laughs> what that's like. And I tell you what, sometimes I kind of want to move to Weld. I mean, it's a fictional town. It doesn't really exist. But I think a lot of people feel like that. They see the show and they're like, I, my parents especially, they're like, we want to move to Weld.
0: Life <laughs> yes, <right there>. will <laughs> be a lot simpler. Uh,
1: see, do your yes. mum and dad, do they sit down every Tuesday night and then they watch it, then they bring you on the Wednesday, giving you tips and or anything uh, like that?
2: Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sometimes. Times I watch it with them and they talk the whole way through I'm like oh. guys <laughs> I'm like I'm on no, they're great and my, my grandma texted me every night after the show to say well done, she watches every week, so it's lovely Oh it's really that,
1: is, that is nice uh, What about people in the street, how is it honestly, like you know the notoriety that you have from this program <laughs> and other things you've done, what is, it, is it difficult though is it difficult as an actress or an actor on Australian TV when you go, just say you go to Coles or Woolies
2: Oh I wish, no one recognises me at Coles and Woolies sorry, I try and wear my t-shirt that says I'm from Weld on it just to try and drum up some attention, no one cares, no I live in Sydney, so I think people, you know, people are pretty used to seeing actors around the place and don't really care. But sometimes we do have fans of the show come up and um, say how much they love it. And that is such a nice feeling, just to know that people are watching and people, you know, the show means something to them.
1: I think it's a great endorsement.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Now tell
0: us, on with the cast, um, have have you had moments where you thought, you know what, I actually feel like I am my character and I feel... I feel like this person will be my best friend. Do you feel like that when you're in little scenes?
2: Absolutely, especially with the women of Weld. We've got Michelle Langston who plays Fiona and Julianne who plays Katie And Sian Lee White who plays Hannah And the three of us are friends in real life now Like really good mates And hang out and occasionally you know, go for a wine or something And it is, when we're shooting scenes all together It is just like we're hanging out Like we could completely forget the cameras are there That
0: would be so weird I mean for us, we're not actresses and actors And we don't understand that It must be just a bit of a head spin sometimes
2: did we do that in oh, the I show or was me. that real, I, you know? Yeah, yeah. I definitely sometimes answer to Tracy or if somebody <laughs> yells at Tracy, I go, what? oh,
1: Hang on, hang on. Hang on. My name's Emma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what about tonight's episode, uh, Em? Yeah. Now, Trace. Oh, God, because oh, bloody Rick. Uh. <laughs> oh, he, look, he, he wants that quickie divorce and all, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Now, will you re- re- reunite? What's the go?
2: Oh, it's going to be tough to see because, you know, obviously Woody's come out with this huge reveal, which is that not only was he already married to a woman and he forgot, he's also got a daughter that he didn't know about and he'd lied about the whole thing to Tracy, which was a complete deal breaker for her. She was like, get out. So. Tracy's a pretty forgiving person and she does love Woody very much mm. so hopefully they can see their way through but it's definitely going to be tough
1: but will Tracy who you play accept <laughs> a stepdaughter as well oh, uh, because geez. because Woody oh, forgets yeah. oh, I've, oh, oh geez, selective memory I forgot I was married and had a kid
2: <laughs> jeez I know he's a bit special that one and that's going to be really hard because she you know she's not prepared for that at all she had no idea and he's not prepared to be a father either he hasn't got a clue and um, you know they just made a sort of spur-of-the-moment decision and Poppy's come to Wells, so it's definitely going to be interesting to see how she settles in. How much
0: time are you away? Because we know you live in Sydney. How much time are you away with filming and how's that? Well,
2: how are you coping? Well, we're away for about six months a year in New Zealand, in Auckland, which has now become like my second home. I've <coughs> done three seasons now. And there's a lot of travelling, a lot of getting flights, at, you know, getting to the airport at 5.30 in the morning and getting wow. on planes, but... Yeah, it's tough, but I, I do love it, and I really love New Zealand, so it's, it's almost like having the best of both worlds, having a little foothold in each city.
1: Do Speaking of foothold, do you have some jandals and a chilli bin?
2: <laughs> uh, I definitely do have a chilli bin. Do you <laughs> That's right. You can blame Eric for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly,
1: yeah. <laughs> Look, it's on to 9 Channel 7, and also Prime, 800 words, and see the lovely Tracy, who's portrayed by Emma Leonard, who we've been talking Emma, to. Emma, thank
2: you so so Thank much. you so much, Em. Thanks, guys. Great chatting to you. Well,
1: we have a lot of fishermen on the Central Coast. Huge amount. It's a great fishing area. Absolutely massive.
0: It's huge. People love it. It's a great mm. pastime. Yeah. And um, So many of my mates do it. So many people find that it's, it's, so relaxing. it's so relaxing, so calming as a hobby. It's great.
1: I get a bit annoyed. Like golf, uh, I get a bit annoyed if I'm not catching. Um, I get quite angry, actually. You're like my dad. Yeah.
0: Told you about poor dad. I don't think he's ever caught a fish, not ever. And he's Patience. very good. He's just not patient. Mm, me too. It's uh, frustrating for him that that day that he actually caught the fish mm. and it was the correct size mm. and he got excited and he pulled it out and he screamed for Mum, Get the net, Les, get the net. Mm. What
2: did and do?
0: I think I was pregnant at the time. I couldn't run fast enough and I was like a beached whale in a mm. deck chair. Mm. And Mum f- flew for the net.
1: Leslie, whoop.
0: She ran for the oh, net. Like and in the meantime, Dad's screaming at her, and he had the pole fishing rod mm. in the air. Come mm. on, come on, come on! Mm. Not realising the tree had caught the pole. And by now, the fish was, was stuck and entangled in the, in the line in a high branch. So Dad had to cut the fishing line and leave the fish flipping <laughs> in, in the air in the tree. about 12 metres up. <laughs> could, could. Mum couldn't reach it with the net. No. Nah. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway. A great, great
1: angling story, though.
0: One of the greats. One
1: of the great ones. <laughs> this is
0: also great.
1: <laughs> because a fisherman has almost died when a fish jumped into his mouth. <laughs> and the thing is, he's admitted he was trying to kiss it at the time, a la Rex Hunt. Sure. Rex, Rex
0: can be blamed for that.
1: Yibbity-yibbity, used to kiss all the fish and yep. let it go, and yep. there was nothing yep.
0: wrong with that. So he's gone for the kiss.
1: Yeah, gone for the kiss, and his name was Sam Quimlam. He was about 28 years of age, and oh. gone for the kiss, and the
0: fish has gone... Like <laughs> <laughs> it's jumped down his throat. What was that? Oh, I only just watched it the other day. Someone oh. got a, a, uh, someone put a pool ball in their mouth. What was that? Oh, it was like that, and they couldn't breathe. <laughs> it couldn't get it out. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so
1: anyway, look, Sam's, Sam's all right, okay? But I tell you, he stopped breathing for three minutes after the Dover sole slipped straight down his throat in this freak accident. And it just reeled in. It was a six inch fish showing off to his friends when it jumped out of his hands into his mouth. Anyway, it obstructed the airways, sending him into a cardiac arrest. But his pals pa- performed c- CPR uh, and they used forceps to uh, get him oh, out of there. No. And he's, all, he's been discharged, and all is good. So, Sam, good on you. Oh. He's all good,
0: but... No, no. <laughs> we we did get thinking, when we read yeah. it, about angling stories. Yeah. And there was that one, was it Shep told us, reminded us about the one that was on the television, where the fellow actually went for the big fling out. Yeah. And caught... Something mid-air. I think a seagull's gone. Oh, I th- beautiful. Oh, I, think, was it I think it
1: was a pelican. I think it was palican? a pelican. Palican. was a pelican, Yeah, and then I said about the story. And did you see it when, as well? No. Well, I was telling the story when I was at Baffle Creek, and Justin, my mate, Justin Carney, we we're at his old man's farm property there, and so we left the rods overnight. We left a, um, a fish. You know how it has the bait on. And in the morning, we caught a kookaburra. And oh, yeah, the poor yeah thing. we got it to the vet and all that because it was in, in Australia. Oh, but,
0: it was fine. It was fine. Uh, yeah, all was fine. Oh, so gosh. that was good. So
1: um we caught uh, a kookaburra That was the pelican. Uh Your dad caught the tree.
0: Yeah, uh, my, my husband's caught a seagull.
1: Yeah,
0: accidentally. Would
1: would would, would love to know. All we
0: would to do is catch a fish. Yeah, but oh, haven't that's... been so successful with that. <laughs>
1: But that's so yesterday, catching oh, right. a fish. Got to so get the
0: bait in the water, I think. That's the main thing.
1: Yeah, but, well, it'd be interesting. What have you honestly caught on a fishing line? Seriously, what have you caught on a fishing line?
0: Or an angling story that yes. might curl our toes.
1: Uh, maybe like Sam, who uh, nearly died after the fish jumped down his throat. You may have one of those stories. You can give us a call. 432 They'll be out there. <laughs> They'll be out there for sure. Steve oh, no, from
0: Terrigal, hello.
1: G'day, mate. Hello, how are you? Yeah, good, buddy. Again? Okay, again. <laughs> yeah, Steve, yeah, we're talking
0: yeah, fishing, yeah. Steve. Come on.
1: What did yeah, you catch? You just, you just mentioned somebody um, casting their line and catching a bird. Yeah, yes. I, I was talking about the kookaburra. Terrible,
0: terrible accident. Yeah,
1: well, I did the same thing at the entrance years ago. Yeah. Oh. cast my line and caught a seagull. Oh, jeez! Um, how absolutely
0: but... devastating, Steve.
1: It was. Ter- I felt awful because it, it got tangled in the line I ran over about 30 metres away where it landed on the sand yeah. and it was slipping about and just getting more tangled up the hook was stuck in it uh, there wasn't anything I could do and after a few minutes the rest of the seagulls for some reason or really started coming pecking at it
0: Oh, oh! Geez, yeah. I, they're an unbelievable
1: cannibals. Cannibals they are. I
0: felt, I felt terrible. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. You That's do. Well, the same old as, old as old when
1: old I caught the kookaburra but we got it to the vet and you, all that sort that of stuff, lucky. so that was good. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, Steve, so I wish I could have done the same. Well, at least I released it anyway. But absolutely,
0: there's, there's nothing I could do. All right, no, Steve. I hear you, Steve. Okay. It does go wrong sometimes. For
1: your sins, go and buy yes, a bag of chips and throw them out. Feed the seagulls today. Just, just buy your chips
2: at the shop. Yeah, it's easier.
1: Yeah. Thanks for that, Steve. See you Bye.
0: We got Dave. Hey, Dave. Good
1: morning, Sarah. How are you going?
0: Well, pretty good. What about fishing stories?
1: Mate, well, I went with a, with a mate of mine when I first arrived here. I've never been rock fishing. So we're fishing away. He took me down there, and I'm about oh, 10 metres away from him, and I tangled him. So he moved me up 20 metres away, and I tangled him again. Oh. <laughs> and then I'm just about to cast, throw me line in, and I've got to for a big cast, and he's
2: gone, Dave. I've gone. What? And let go with both ends. What's oh. <laughs> gone flying in? What's gone flying in? He's fell on the floor, can't do a thing.
0: But ten minutes later, he's hooked my line and got me right back. Oh, are <laughs> oh, you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> oh, hey, that's sorry, funny. oh, great. Story. You guys are great fishing uh, mates. Oh, yeah. Dave <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. got, 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 got himself up. It was
1: good. Uh, yeah. The one that didn't get away. <laughs> All right, Davey. <laughs>
2: Thanks, mate. Thank you, buddy. Bye. bye. Yeah.
1: You've been listening to the Sarah and Patty podcast. Catch them live weekdays from 5 on 107.7 to GO.